Hello guys and welcome back to Create Your World podcast. Liam, how are you going today, man? Hey Ben, not too bad, not too bad. Although I've got to say my back That's good. is uh, really feeling it this week. Pretty stiff back. Uh, too many hours sitting at the computer. <laughs> That's like a editing these modules. It's an occupational hazard with, with what we do, isn't it? It totally is. I'm sure many listeners can... Uh, <laughs> can understand what I'm going through. <laughs> I think we're all going through it to some degree. So I've been reading up a lot on some of these uh, standing desks and I gotta say, I'm pretty tempted to fork out the $200 or whatever it is Amazon wants to get me one. Um, Cause yeah, I am just so sick of sitting. It's just like my lower back and then my, my glutes and my thighs, they just, they just like tighten up. They just feel, just feel horrible. Like it just, I just feel so tired. And um, yeah, I I just can't see any way around it because I just have to keep doing this. There's no silver bullet, man. There's, I tried it. Hang I on. tried the standing desk. You, you thing. tried the standing desk? No. Yeah, I tried the standing desk thing, and, and it's great. It's. Uh, I wish I could say it's great, what? but. Like, I understand that, like the glutes, the, you know, the back and all Mm -hmm. that, but then you get the standing desk, right? And then you get the shoulder problems. What? Like, just that, just there's this little (laughs) muscle in there, just right (laughs) inside the shoulder blade, where, like, it's just doing these micro movements all day as you're, like, holding your arm out using the mouse. Like a tendon. And it gets, it gets fucked. Oh, God. It gets, it gets fucked really hard. Oh, wow. So, I, uh... I mean, I didn't really have a stained desk. I had, uh, I had my monitor s- sitting on top of a uh, cardboard box okay. just to hold A4 sheets of paper. Mm-hmm. So it, I didn't go for the uh, $1,000, I think it is, you know, standing desk. But yeah, man. There it is. Uh, there it is. There's your problem, Ben. The cardboard box doesn't have uh, you know, ergonomic design. I think that's Oh, that's the problem. That's, that's the problem. Yeah. I just need to spend more money. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, standing or sitting, uh, let's get into it today, shall we? What have we got lined up for our listeners today, Ben? What have we got? Well, it's been a, uh, it's actually been a couple of weeks between um, episodes for us. So I think it was, was it, is it three weeks since uh, the last episode, Liam? Uh, That's just about right. Yep. Three weeks. Seems right to Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So a bit, a bit more things than uh, than usual this week, yes. which is good. A bit of catching you know, up. It's mm-hmm. A bit of catching up to do. A bit more, yeah, a bit more of like a, uh, a bit more content to choose from, I suppose, to talk about this week. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. It will be good. Yep. Lots to cover. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so let's, uh, let's jump into jump it. Into it. Um, yep. So for me, the... Um, so for me, in the last episode, I was... I was experimenting a lot with different types of uh, posts on social media, mm-hmm. um, pretty much on, on Reddit, right? Yes. Um, and I found that what, yeah, you know, after a whole bunch of trial and error, like um, I found just, you know, posting a, a link to my blog, trying to put an interesting title on it just wasn't really cutting it, you know, just a small handful of upvotes and not much traffic at all Mm. just didn't work probably now that's pretty unsurprising um because i've realized that 
I just have to make to 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 succeed in social media. I think you need to make content that's suited to the medium, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you don't, you're gonna get outcompeted by all of the other content that is suited to the medium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. That's why yeah. I keep my morning show on Facebook. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, so that was good. Um, I found that, but a few like a few adjustments and and uh, doubling down on a few other things mm. um, that I've done in the three weeks hence, and uh, a bunch of work involved too. Mm. So, I found that the the psychonaut subreddit community is more a little bit frustratingly to me. It's more focused on on psychedelics yeah. than what I originally thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you do, so in this particular community, if you go ahead and post something like an image post, mm-hmm. right, that's not, you have to, in the comment section, you have to follow it up with a specific reason as to why, you know, this image is related to um, psychonauts and psychedelics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't just post like a really cool, you know, like, I don't know, picture of... Uh, nature or something yeah. like that because it's not closely related enough to the subreddit. Wow, so they actually so set that as a prerequisite. It's like, that's yeah, part of the did. rules yeah. of the community. Wow. Yeah. They're pretty strict, hey? And, yeah, it's kind of strict. You'd and think it's easy to enforce because they've just got like a... would be a little more chilled. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm mischaracterizing yeah, them. You're going to get all up in my nose about... <laughs> Psychonauts are not stoners, <laughs> but you know what? I'm... Nah, not at all. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like so it they... is. It is. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit surprised, to be honest. Yeah, I was too. I was too, and I didn't expect it until you know, like my post started getting removed when it happened. <laughs> oh, what's this about? Anyway, so um, it's all part of the learning process, bro. Yeah, so it's I, like I, a... I got in Facebook jail like my first month on. On the uh, platform. Yeah, so. I don't think there is a Reddit jail, no. so that's good. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. <laughs> so it's uh, doesn't get picked up by like a moderator or anything like that. Mm. It's uh, it's actually a robot oh. that comes along and yeah. So they've they've programmed a a, a Reddit bot to pick up mm. yeah like an image post, mm. and if it's not followed up with a comment, then I think it's flagged. Mm. Moderator um, bot. And automated, automatically removed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's uh, yeah. I wasn't expecting okay. that. And so, as I said before, my angle is you know wonder in general. Yeah, um, I, I, I have. My... Sorry to cut it over you. I just have an idea. If it's a moderator bot rather than a real person, could you simply mm-hmm. just put some comment in there to just you know. Just get around that bot. So, for example, if you post some amazing photo of some something in nature, or maybe it's an image of a galaxy or something, couldn't you say, you know, what my first trip felt like? And you just, and then the next photo, you could say, you know, so it's just something else, like a generic sentence that that links it to the psychonaut phenomenon. Could could you couldn't you just do that? And the bot, because it just sees the comment and probably sees some of the keywords like trip or something. That should, that should do the trick. Yeah. So like a, yeah. So bots are comparatively stupid. Yeah. So should you be able to like game the yeah, system yeah, in some yeah. way? Yeah. 
Have you tried? Yeah, um, probably probably could, but I you know I read into the to the rule and why they've got mm. it, and they it actually seems pretty fair enough. You know, like what they want is they don't want the subreddit to become memes basically mm. just like memes and like low quality posts they want people to take the time to actually put a text write it write up a text post mm. um um yeah which ends up with a more sort of thoughtful discussion in the community it's like yeah that's fair enough you know so um mm -hmm. yeah so i don't think i'm gonna mess with that too much mm. um yeah so as I was saying, so my the angle for Discover Earth is ultimately like wonder, mm. like wonder, showing the wonder and complexity of, of the universe. Mm. So I think that I still think that the psychonaut that's the best like niche to uh, you know to bring the content to, mm. but um, it's it's actually not the only one. So there's tons of um, there's tons of um, other subreddits and other communities that have similar kind of leanings, although none seem to have really blended the psychonaut angle with with it. Mm. Well, some kind of have, but anyway, I can still do my own. Have you thought it. of? I'm just thinking of out loud. Uh, yeah, like junky travelers like full-on adventure travelers especially not exactly um <laughs> yeah you said junkie travelers i was like you know like i, I don't mean ex guys like searching for exotic drugs no 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 no. i don't mean so sorry so no when uh, <laughs> that's a good point my usage of drunk junkie here by junkie i meant like um travel junkie sorry not junkie travel like someone who's like yeah, 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 really yeah, yeah. yeah okay you get it yeah i'm just like hang on so yeah why, why did that come out the, the wrong way around yeah why did yeah why did you <laughs> yeah traveler junkies yeah exactly so um i know i got a teacher right it's it's, it's a freaking beast of a thing um so anyway what was i saying yeah like people who are really into for example just like nature photography or they're really into deep sea scuba diving or they're really into going to like antarctica or you know just the ends of the earth maybe they're another group that would another niche that would be you know well aligned with your sentiment of, of wonder what do you think yeah man yeah yeah that's that's not a bad idea mm -hmm. have yeah that's um it did occur to me i haven't really um written up you know like a profile or anything for those for those guys mm. and i have a bit of a list of you know potential um uh potential like niches could sort of go after and i've kind of ranked them by how much i think that they could get obsessed with my content my brand mm. so those are the ones i'd want to go after first yeah. but that's definitely that's definitely another one and if you hear me typing away in the background i'm just i'm just writing down that idea travel Travel junkies, not junkie <laughs> travelers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Fine distinction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So what I found is, uh, so Reddit's actually pretty into this this idea of um, of uh, of yeah, this just interesting, like wonderful, amazing sort of things, gifts and and pictures and stuff. Mm. 
because there's uh, there's a couple of subreddits. There's one called um, Interesting as Fuck. Mm. So subreddits just full of stuff that is interesting. Or and another one that's uh, called Whoa, Whoa Dude. So just <laughs> stuff that just makes you say, like, whoa, yeah. like, holy shit. So um, those subreddits are just some of the most, they're so popular. Mm. Um, so what's, what I've started doing is whenever whenever I come up with something that's like, relevant to any one of these subreddits, I'll, I'll post it to, you know, to the right one. Um, so I'm just expanding my horizons a little bit um, out of the psychonaut thing because, yeah, I don't know if I can create um, that, like, you know, psychedelic-specific content, you know, all day, every day. Sure. Um, so I'm just I just had to expand it out a little bit. So, um, so do you find so yeah, so, do you find there is a distinct difference in possibly uh, maybe just the tone of the posts or something else in the psychonaut subreddit as opposed to these others like interesting as fuck or whoa dude like other than the drug element or the psychedelic element of course but is is there something else that's distinctly different? Uh, like, well, just for starters, like the subreddit itself, it's it's dominated by text posts. So, mm-hmm. And the other's dominated by very visual, you know, pictures and GIFs and, and stuff. You're, so just straight yeah. away, you can see there's, yeah. there's differences. That's really important. And you're... In the experience yeah. and... Sorry, yeah. But you're trying to... I mean, your posts, you're doing both, right? You're doing text posts and image posts. Yeah, yeah, yeah I am doing both. Oh, that's yeah. good. And that's, that's sort of what, yeah. So um, I want to be at the, at the intersection between those two things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, I had the realization that, you know, I was trying to, Pull, and I think this is like very generally applicable. I've been trying to pull content from Reddit onto my website, right? Mm. Where I've got my, you know, I've got my like little uh, like top banners that, you know, get people to subscribe to my email list, you know. So I'm just very much visualizing the funnel, right? But um, But I actually think that the best way to do it is through having like what I'm sort of conceptually calling like a local base. So on Reddit, that's having a subreddit. On YouTube, obviously, it's having a YouTube channel. Well, that's not quite as relevant because there's no other way to do it on YouTube. But um, on Reddit anyway. So instead of going to other subreddits, posting your posting your content or like you know posting a story with a link to your website. I should probably be promoting my own subreddit instead. Mm. So it's easy for people just to subscribe on platform, so mm. to speak. Mm-hmm. It's just, they just click a button. They don't have to leave the platform. Um, but at the same time, I still have an element of control over the space, mm. right? So I can post all of this content and I can have links to Discover Earth all over the place. So... I created this subreddit called EarthMind, and the description goes, all things science, nature, space, and art with a perspective of wonder. Mm. 
the official subreddit of Discover Earth. So it's uh, it's a it's a bit different because, as I said, it's the intersection of those two spaces and allows text posts, you know, scientific articles, as well as you know the more visual pictures and and gifs and stuff of those larger Wodu subreddits. Um, and that's yeah. So well, that sounds what great. My, yeah, it's been going pretty good, man. Hmm. Um, made it look really really cool um anyway so what i've been doing is uh i've been posting a you know a little a little piece of content you know gif picture story whatever um onto the Earthmind subreddit and then there's this cross posting function where you uh you you tell um you choose a different subreddit to cross yeah to repost the post to mm-hmm. so how it appears in the uh, in the second post is like it's like a little portal into the original subreddit mm. and if if people with these other subreddits being as popular as they are if they see you know this you know earthmind subreddit and they really like you know this particular you know this particular picture or whatever that's come up they're some of them will click through to find out, you know, oh, where did this come from? Mm. You know, is there more content like this, you know, just after this little jump? And if they like it, they subscribe. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so... That's good because then you can, you know, uh, you can divide your posts into the GIFs and the images for World Dude as, and interesting as fuck, as well as the text-based posts for... Uh, the psychonaut community. Yes. So that's, yeah, that's exactly. pretty neat. Yeah. You can have both things at the same mm-hmm. time. So how are you going with the metrics? How, how many followers are you? Is it, they call them followers or they call them sub? What, what's, what's the term on subreddit? Yeah, we can say followers. followers? I'm, I actually don't know. I've been using the website for a long time and I don't actually know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's not relevant there. Some things aren't. Yeah, it's like you can you can change like it's depending on the subreddit like it's an option you can oh, okay. change what it's called. Really, you know, oh, so that it's not consistent. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it that is. is cool. Yeah, <laughs> gives the yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, so I could call them like Earthlings. Like yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so uh, so. I, so I didn't. I made this post. I found this picture of this of this really cool looking bug over in. It's in Africa apparently, mm. and it's like it's got the most incredible colours in it. It's uh, it's called the Picasso bug because it looks like it's been put together by like an impressionist painter. <laughs> Picasso's impressionist. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's called a Picasso bug yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so I posted that on my subreddit earthmind cross posted to interesting as fuck and woe dude and it actually ended up going gangbusters oh. and it it reached the front page of the entire website front page of reddit sweet so sweet um and i ended up with uh something like 800 new followers in like a day or two on the earthmind subreddit nice pretty good pretty good since it's grown to about a thousand now oh. um you need to find the so da Vinci like, bug bro. yeah 
It's the next one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Van Gogh. Exactly. <laughs> Go hunting exactly. for these bugs. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Man, like, it's so funny. Like, on the, you know, I've, I was reading through the, the comments on it and the funniest comment was actually just this, like, just this obviously really cynical person and he's like he's just got this like everyone else is just like oh that's so cool this guy's like um i just can't see how this is a picasso honestly <laughs> it looks more like a monet <laughs> or, or like a, or some other friend some other artist no one's heard of <laughs> not that no one's heard of if you know what yeah I mean. <laughs> yeah it's like it's just so funny he <laughs> it's so funny the internet it's <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, bro. That's 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 a really good sign. I think that 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 means you've cracked onto something there. That's um, yes. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So that uh, things that can follow on from that mm. are, um, so I can post obviously my own um, blog posts mm. on that uh, on that Earth mm. Minds because I've said right from the start this is the official subreddit of Discover mm. Earth. Um, so, you know, I can pin those posts, new posts that I've made to the top, mm. um, drive traffic through to the website. Mm. Um, yeah, I control the space. Mm. Um, and also I can, uh, you know, with Zapier and if IFTTT, if this, then that, then I can also repost that content to, um, yeah, to uh, like Twitter and Facebook and and soon I'll have I'll have Instagram going as well. So, mm. so you just you know, you just post into um, into the subreddit, and it's you know proliferates on all platforms when you've got the automation set up. And that's a big goal for me just to get the that automation properly working, along with some hashtags and stuff. So yeah. it's uh, so it can spread on those other platforms as well, mm. um, which really compounds the effort that you put in. Yeah, exactly. You know. So, yeah, so what, I've, what I'm trying to get going on is post onto the subreddit, cross-post onto the larger subreddits, get some traffic, and so automatically it'll post to Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the same time. Instagram's a bit of a bitch, though. That's, yeah. It's, you have to... It just doesn't want to interface with those like automation platforms, yeah. so I'm pretty sure you have to code it yourself. Mm -hmm. So... That's obviously a job for someone on Fiverr. I'll get them to do that. Mm. Um, Instagram just doesn't play nice. Yeah, and it's also like you'd have to be, you'd have to make them all very, like, yeah. This is this is the tricky thing because like everyone always wants to like, ideally you want to get across all platforms all the time, right? But if you post stuff that's just not relevant or that, as you said, like doesn't just suit the platform. It just, it is a waste of your time. So either you automate it so that it doesn't take any more of your time or you invest your own time and you, you tweak or you uh, re sort of do the content to suit that platform. But that necessarily takes more of your time. So for example, with Instagram, yeah. you're not going to put text-based stuff on Instagram. Yeah, no. no, exactly. So the so the code would have to reflect that. Yeah. You'd have to select only image only posts. Image post. And on Twitter, I'd imagine you'd mostly just use text posts. 
Nah, I can do anything on you, Twitter. You can, but it, it, like the text posts work best on Twitter. Am I am I wrong? I'm actually not a Twitter user, but isn't? Oh, it's Twitter's. I think Twitter definitely started that way. Not but these days. Yeah, these it's the days. World of Instagram. It's, yeah, it's, it's pictures on, all day. It's fine. As well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe Twitter's different. Maybe, but yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is something I face with my. <laughs> I got a YouTube channel as well as the Facebook page, but. I upload my video from my live morning uh, video from my morning broadcast each morning. Um, I'll say that again. <laughs> I upload the video of my live morning broadcast to my YouTube channel after it's uh, finished, after I've finished streaming. And yet it, they never get any views, like a dozen, two dozen maybe at most. Like no one watches it because it's a live video from another platform, like reposted to YouTube. Yeah. Whereas if you go, if That's you look it. through my channel and you look through like what uh, videos routinely get the highest amount of views, they're like, oh, these videos I made like three or four years ago before I even started anything else, like any of these Facebook pages or anything. They're just like some videos I made about um, Taiwanese style of, you know, Taiwanese style English. Uh, and anyway, it's long, like, Oh, I remember you, you remember those. making me those. It's, it's like, they're like, they're actually not bad, but like, <laughs> they're just absolutely not. But they're specialized for the platform, right? Mm, yes, exactly. They're specialized for YouTube. The point is here. They're just like, they're pre-made videos about a particular subject and, 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 you know, that's what YouTube wants. It doesn't want like, no one is going to rewatch my live Facebook video on YouTube, no matter how interested they are in the content, it just doesn't work. Cause then you just, the first five yeah. minutes, you just sit through me saying good morning to all these people that aren't not, are not only not there, but they're not even on the same platform as you. But interestingly, plenty of people will rewatch. Yeah, I think video makes it harder Yeah, because you can't like, so with these sort of simple, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram posts, yeah. I mean, it's just, you, you can programmically, with a little bit of work, you can programmically tell it what to do. So I can tell it to, uh, if I connect Reddit and Instagram, I can tell it to obviously not, not repost the text posts. Yeah. But like good luck programmically, you know, telling, uh, it, you know, telling a video to like exclude you know the first 15 minutes yeah. of just chatter you know it's, it's just you can't, can't do that up. exactly you can't just like cut to the crux or you know to add for example to add some like uh you know call to action at the end of the video that says like subscribe to my youtube channel at the end that i wouldn't have put on the facebook video because it was on facebook you get what i mean it's like whereas with the text-based thing you could like write it you could write a little sentence in at the end like you know, like you could add a link down the bottom and program that into the IFTT or whatever it is uh, to, to yeah, add on. Exactly. Like you can do all this stuff. Whereas the video is just, it's just harder. So, um, yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. But, but so that is an advantage yeah, that you've got. So, so that's really good. Yeah. But I want Discover Earth to, to, you know, to move into videos just later on. Yeah. It's just that, you know, for me, that's, uh, I don't know how to do yeah, that. That's not your... Yeah, so I yeah. can't really use my labor to... Yeah. Uh, make sense? Does that make sense? You know, like I don't... I don't know where to start. Yeah, you don't have experience with video. Before it's yeah, good. exactly. You've, you've spent years and years uh, writing and you, you're excellent at writing, but video is not your forte. So exactly, it would take you... 
there'd be a steep learning curve or you'd have to find pay someone else to make videos it's you know yeah yeah exactly. of course um so right now your funnel not so much well it is sort of the sales funnel but i guess if we just talk this is just an extra step out this of is the yeah this is the front half of the funnel right the, the very beginning the entrance point is subreddit a, 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 another pre-existing subreddit page such as pre-existing subreddit and then yeah your subreddit and then once they become a follower which is which that, is big by the way like that's like millions like tens of millions like i don't know the number right now i it's like over two million people on that subreddit Wait, hang on which one and which one? Uh, oh okay okay yeah. got it yeah so it's from there um, to your subreddit and then from your or, subreddit or the, to... Or the smaller, more niche Psychonaut community, which I'll still post sure. stories and yeah, yeah. the text. So from text other subreddits too. to your subreddit, from your subreddit to your website. That's that's yeah. right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as, as we said before, though, you know, getting these posts that I repost to these other subreddits to trend mm. is... Uh, not easy um long tail you know most mm. posts just go absolutely nowhere um so you have to do everything that you can to maximize um to maximize your chances so you know i've had to i've had to post these things at 1am right australian time um that's when the americans wake up um the bulk of the users on the website so that's not something that I want to do every day for the rest of my life. But you can so, automate that, surely. Exactly. Mm. So I had a. So again, I've. Um, I wrote some of the code. Got a guy on fire to to finish up. You know the the complicated parts. Um, uh, for yeah, for not that much. Uh, and so yeah, so now I've got a, I've got a robot. You know, I I just put in the uh so it's it's based on python mm -hmm. so i just edit you know the code to uh uh to change the title mm. um uh change the title like and i just have like a list of you know what i'm going to post each day um put you know like the file path of the image or whatever if i want that i want to upload and list the subreddits i want to cross post to and then you know it just runs at, uh, at one o'clock in the morning um every day and if there's no content there then it doesn't post anything so yeah so that's it's pretty cool that is pretty cool yeah yeah uh, you're doing so all the it's right just things. a matter of um yeah so i just have to you know come up with you know interesting content it's i mean now the you know the the stone mushrooms just like i mean it's not just about posting something at 1am it's gonna get you a good post mm. like like one spelling mistake in your otherwise like amazing post is just going to sink it really know, or just like a turn of phrase that's just doesn't seem it makes sense to you but to make sense to the average you know reddit user so well if it doesn't then like you're gone you're gone son that's it um yeah so it's pretty merciless mm. but um you know you know i got that i got that post to the to to the front of Reddit, you know, not that long ago with not that much effort. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to keep trying. Mm -hmm. And uh, for every hit, you know, there's another, you know, couple hundred people join the subreddit. And then, 
yeah so you know i don't i don't have the numbers to work out what you know the conversion rate of each you know part of the funnel is but um but yeah yeah well it's going all right Mm. at least this first part's not too bad yeah yes so yeah man that's that's where i'm up to cool cool yeah i mean once you get more more data to work with you can start to tease out you know different parts of the of the funnel and, and which ones you know what needs more attention yeah Oh man, kind of funny actually. Um, just like, just one of those absolutely classic problems with um, with trying to build something like this. Mm. So, um, so I've written this. Uh, so me and the guy from Fiverr, we wrote this, you know, scripts on Python to to cross post on Reddit, um, and uh, so I wanted to upload it to um, to my server, right? Mm. So. I'm just paying for a, like a, a shared server, you know, f- that hosts my website. Um, so I thought, well, you know, I just upload the Python file onto there and then I just, you know, set like this thing called cron, right, which, uh, which just runs a file whenever you ask it to. So it's like, okay, perfect. So after a bunch of fucking around, like, for instance, I realized um, you have to tell cron yeah. using code like where the where the file is yeah. and it just wasn't working it's like file not found file not found no matter what i tried file not mm-hmm. found it's like how in the fuck like i've just got it in the root directory so sure. you just have to type in the file name so why isn't it why the fuck is not working and um dude like after about two hours it turns out i missed a single backslash at the start mm-hmm. of the file name mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that single backslash <laughs> How could you have missed a slash? Uh, slash Christ. says Ben doesn't care about me. I'm just going to ruin your whole freaking setup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the computers, they're just Respect like... Respect the slash, bro. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. immensely, immensely stupid. <laughs> but at the same time, immensely smart. Yeah. Um, so that, was, uh, that, was, that happened in the morning. And then once I sorted out the backslash thing, you know, it's you have to install modules mm-hmm. when you're uh, when you're running python code usually mm-hmm. uh so that means it's like you import you know some libraries of code right so you can just use like a pretty simple uh like you know name of something a variable name of something yes. or function name mm-hmm. in your code and it just knows what that means mm-hmm. so you like you can install like a reddit module and that's what so the uh so the bot that was you know, deleting my my pictures on the sub on the psychonaut subreddit mm. would have d- used this same module. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so that runs perfectly on my home machine, right? Yeah. And so I go, I go to upload it on the server, and I run it, and it says, "Oh, you know, I'm missing this module." It's like, "Oh, okay." Have to work out how to install a module on the server. Yeah. Hmm, not sure about that. Um, I ask support, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, no, can't do that on." the shared server that you have you'd have to upgrade to to a what's called a vps server mm-hmm. it's the next level mm-hmm. up so that's where you are the only person using that using that machine as opposed to the shared one which is obviously multiple people on the same machine yeah right? um so it's like oh okay so i look at the prices and holy mother of christ the uh the only vps 
or the cheapest VPS server available for the Asia Pacific region mm. was a cool seven hundred and ninety five dollars per month. Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. What what what's the happen, what's right? the label on that? Is it like I, I'm curious. Is it individual or enterprise or like you know pro plan? I, I love some of the the labels and how phony they are and how they just the lingo they come up with. Yeah, they just yeah. they just doesn't match up. It's just like I've seen some where it's just like yeah, student price or something like that or like lone low solo entrepreneur or something, and then exactly it's like you know. 500 bucks a month or something and you're just like uh where do you think you know, people get their money from it's, who do you think you're selling this to like ah <laughs> uh, dude it's it's almost as funny as the names that uh like you know ford and holden and stuff come up with names for like blokes utes yeah sure or like like really blokey cars yeah. this is called like the thunder it's called the <laughs> you know they're just like ridiculously like abstractly manly yeah. names yeah, it's yeah. just so metal like the yeah. brute yeah. whatever <laughs> brute force <laughs> yeah yeah so uh i go back to uh go back to my guy on fiverr and uh he actually finds a uh, an alternative where you can just uh yeah it is like it is a vps but it's uh that other one comes with comes with all of these other things that i just simply don't need mm. And he found another one that's specialized for running like little scripts just like this. Mm. And it's just $5 a month. So, um, yeah, obviously I signed up for that quick smart and had him set it all up for me. And so now we're, uh, now we're up and away. Excellent. Uh, yeah. After, after just some, just so typical hiccups. Like I thought that right there, that day was just such a, um, microcosm of the whole experience. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, bro. Well, anything else on your end? No, nah, man. It's happening with you. Okay. Yeah. No, for me, um, I am. I have really had a big week. Uh, I'm right in the midst of rebalancing uh, my life work commitments and starting to look at this whole operation from the perspective of the future rather than what's happening right now. So starting to think ahead and make a, a real long-term plan for the direction of this business. Very important. Yeah. Hell yeah. Rather than going about things day to day, week to week, month to month. Uh, so this is the right time to do that because I have finally reached the point where I realize that, you know, this thing is going to work. It's profitable. I've now, hell yeah. I've now received my first full payment for the first month of, of, um, revenue from teachable. It went into my PayPal account on Wednesday and that was a great feeling. Cause it's like, Oh, like it just, you know, it's like, it's not like, you know, the money's coming, but it just doesn't, just it, it just feels different when it just finally hits your account. You're just like, now the whole thing comes together. It's like now Man, you got those SMS notifications set up yet? So you so it goes maybe with a uh with a, maybe mm-hmm. like change the uh the ringtone instead of a uh you know, bip bip, you get a cha ching. Cha ching. 
Yeah, this is this was a little uh, hack from um, uh, um, what's his name again? So I can't, Stephen McQueen. Oh yeah, that's right. Christian yeah, McQueen. You, you hacked we, together a solution. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's his little. That was his little tip from Christian McQueen's uh, blueprint course. Uh, yeah, that, that we both did together. But yeah, I, I did set that up, yes. So that's great. Yeah, would recommend that, by the way, if that's still available. Not sure if it is. Yeah, um, yeah. But We've, good course on uh, on one. monetizing uh, yeah, an online business just basically as fast as what you can. I believe it's called Your Profitable Biz, The Blueprint. It's a bit of a lengthy yeah, that's name. It. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, by Christian McQueen. Yeah, by Christian yeah. McQueen, yeah. So anyway... Um, so why, okay, so I know this has got legs, like this is going to work. Um, She's got legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she knows how to use them. <laughs> I'll let you handle the, the rest of the chorus there. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah, okay. That's all all right, because I was, I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah. As far as I'm going with that. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, so this is, this is going to work, and that's really great. But now, the question is, okay, so where am I going with this long term? Because, uh, just to let listeners know, I made almost as much in sales from the second month's course as from the first month's course. That was really very promising. Huge. Yeah. Yes. Uh, because I was yeah. really expecting a big, big ditch in the, in the sales, yeah. but... I managed. Yeah, so you're expecting that maybe there was a bit of pent up demand, mm -hmm. right? Like uh, all these people wanting to buy something that hasn't been anything available. So the first one comes out, boom, buy it. Yeah. So it could be a, an anomaly, right? That's right. But it ain't an anomaly. It ain't an anomaly, so that's really good. And roughly 50% of the second month's course sales were from uh, users who bought the first course, and 50% were new customers. So. I think that's beautiful. A beautiful sort of balance. Um, so what I really need to do now is stop thinking because I was charging right into the third month's course, thinking you know, setting myself another deadline. I've got to get it out by the early May, and I've I've got to finish it and rev up the you know the sales promotion again. And something just didn't feel right, and I wasn't I couldn't see the the, the forest for the trees as it were, and. Then I realized that I am just sort of running myself into the ground a bit here. Like, yes, okay, the next course will probably sell as well again, and, and, and that's okay, I can make money from this thing. But why am I rushing this, and why am I setting false deadlines that don't really need to be, um, you know, I, that, that aren't real? And I realized Absolutely. I was revving up a subscription model based off the expectation that I will turn this into a subscription business where it's every month I put out a new course and then, you know, keep going on my morning broadcast every single morning, uh, which I do Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. for about one to two hours every morning to, you know, that's part of the marketing thing. And I was like, you know, this is, this is all part of it and then it's going to slowly accrue more and more users and it's going to scale. And then I thought to myself, but hang on, um, where does a subscription model end? And the problem with it is it doesn't really end, right? It, it's, um, we've spoken a lot together about the virtues of different business models and you are uh, a big uh, pro uh, proponent of the subscription business model, which I'm sure 
is really going to work for you, for your business, and it might work for mine as well. I haven't quite figured this out yet, but this is the first time I've really reconsidered pursuing the subscription model, and that's because whilst the subscription model ensures you regular payments over the long term, you know, every month, uh, right? Um, so it's 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 almost like a that's salary. It. So that's great, but if you don't want to do this ongoingly, you know, just you know, you know, uh, not to say forever, but just for the foreseeable future, just keep doing it. If you don't want to, then it places pressure on you to deliver new content. Like, so I realized. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you've you've built like an online business. Mm -hmm. Well, pro a whole lot of different reasons why someone would do it, but I mean, I'm sure freedom has a lot to do with exactly. it, right? So, yeah. and if you've just built like a subscription model where mm. people are expecting more content from you each you know period of x days mm. then maybe you've just given yourself maybe a job with even more pressure exactly so this is something i want to avoid because i'm clearer now than i ever was that this isn't something i want to do long term uh when i say this i don't mean content creating businesses i mean the one i'm working on at the moment which is my Eng english esl business um, it's been a great way to get my feet wet and for me to learn the ropes of this whole thing that we're doing here, which is a very new thing and something that is you know, virtually impossible to learn in the school. So to do it yourself is the only way. But I don't want to be creating this kind of content and selling these kind of things you know, for the rest of my life, uh, which is, you know, um, I'm very clear about that. So that's where we're a little bit different in that regard. Um, so... But I want this to, so I, I'm really thinking very clearly now about what, how far I want to take this, what's my exit strategy. And when I say exit strategy, of course, it's not going to be complete exit, but you know, how am I going to get it to the point where I spend five to maybe 10 hours a week on this business and yet it, it earns me enough money, you know, to live off. So that's the, it's, it's passive income. So I need, this business needs to become, so it is, I'm not aiming for an ever scaling, you know, reach for the sky, kind of a, you know, potentially a unicorn kind of a company where it's, where, where I put my heart and soul into it. And it's, 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 you know, the sky's the limit. And I just want to keep growing and growing and growing. That's not what I want. I'm not, I don't want to hit seven figures, you know, uh, or something like that, at least, you know, no. Um, six figures might be nice, but not seven. It's just not what I'm out to achieve with this particular business. What I'm out to achieve with this particular business is a sustainable, um, mostly automated, uh, passive, ongoing passive income. Um, and so I've started to backtrack and think, okay, well, what have I got now? What, where am I, where am I up to now? And how far have I got left to go? And to mark out some milestones for myself in achieving that. So, um, uh, yeah, so we're going to come. Got your plan of attack there. In the I have, you hear the, the lovely sound of that paper. This is, I've got this huge, uh, piece of paper that I got from my, uh, my toddler's got this giant paper, um, 
it's just this giant scroll of paper used for you know for crayon and for drawing on and I've just torn up this big piece of it because I don't have a whiteboard and they're expensive and uh, as I was just saying I think uh, I at least I thought until you, you just uh, shared your experience with me at least I thought my next bit of money for some equipment would go to uh, a standing desk but anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway whiteboard is not top of the list so I've got this great piece of paper and it's got this big this big um, timeline on it and where I'm up to is it's twenty. doing exactly that is basically my secret weapon my secret weapon I just have like a, a book of um, like a blank uh, like a3 you know sheet mm -hmm. like a whole book of them yeah um, and like whenever a problem needs to be solved I grab a pencil and I grab that I grab that uh, that book and like something's getting solved man like yep. <laughs> One or another, yep. it's getting sold. Yeah, yep. it's that simple. So, um, powerful. Yeah, they, they are really powerful. Classic pen and paper. Okay, so I've got this timeline. So, my platform was established in April 20, 2018. It's now April 2019, and my product is now firmly established. I've sold it twice over two months. It's made decent revenue. And, yeah, so I've, I've found a product to match my platform and that wasn't easy. Um, it took a lot of experimenting, but now it's it's established. So April 2018. Yeah, man, a lot further than, um, than a lot of businesses go, especially on your first time. Yeah, well, um, the next, the next uh, milestone, April next year, roughly, uh, will be have my, having my business model established. So by April next year, I will have had the con all the content made and the business model established and then by April 2021 I will have have automation established so for the next 12 months it's going to be about finishing all the content needed for this business model as well as finishing up the business and as well as establishing the business model and then for the next year after that, it's going to be about automating it. And from, from that point on, from 2021 onwards, it's going to be about maintaining it uh, at, a, at a consistent level of commitment. So I don't know what that will be. It's still too far away to predict, but I'm thinking five to 10, maybe tops 15 hours a week, something like that. And, and continuing uh, the business and uh, maintaining the business ongoingly and maintaining the passive income ongoingly from, from that year onwards. So... Uh, to come back, what do, I, what do I mean by the content is all going to be created by April 20? Well, yeah, yeah that, I think that's a good thing to answer. So, I don't know exactly how this contrasts or if it is the same with your business model or how you plan to develop Discover Earth. Um, because I know you've written 50, roughly 50 articles that are really top-notch articles and you worked on those well before you started your marketing, whereas I started with marketing and now I've, do, now I've got my course and I've really only just started making sort of the, not the promotional free content, but the paid content. I've only really just started on that the last couple of months. But my plan for this is rather than continuing subscription model where it's just expected that a new course comes out just ongoingly, you know, for every month just, for, you know, onwards, Rather than doing it that way, I'm going to 
but the courses I'm selling now are going to be subparts of a grand course that I'm going to construct over the next 12 months and then roughly early March or April something sometime around early next year launch that and that is going to be a high ticket item that's going to be a high ticket course that people buy once and then uh, I'm going to focus from that point on after starting say April next year I'm going to focus on scaling the sales of that course rather than continuing to create content so my time for the next 12 months will be finishing that mega course building that mega course and of course it's <laughs> of course it's not just more than just making the course you've got to you know, get user feedback from the current users and tweak it and, and do some more market research and I've got to start experimenting with Facebook ads but once the course is out early next year the time that I would have put into making the course uh, this year that time next year will be reallocated to uh, scaling the ad campaigns as well as doing affiliate marketing as well as doing some other things whatever I need to do to get the course out to as many people as possible so that way the course stands on its own and it can continue to be of value to tens of thousands of users for you know years and years and so it's simply a case of me then uh, achieving an ROI of say three or four or five to one on Facebook ad spend and then I can put more money into the top of the funnel and more money comes out the bottom of the funnel and, and, and it, 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 it creates a virtuous cycle so that yeah it's I, I saw something a bit similar to that and actually bought into it um so so i don't think i found it via facebook ads i think i found it via a google search mm. but have you heard of the maya briggs personality test i've heard of it but i is that the five traits or you know narcissism um is that connected to that yeah that's i forget the, i forget what that one is called yeah, he does. Yeah. That, that one's it? the um, no. That's actually yeah. The uh, the Maya Briggs one is less um, scientifically valid okay. than that one. I think that's like the B four or the B five personality sure. traits. I think that one's called or something like that. But anyway, this one was uh, the less scientific one, the Maya Briggs, where it's uh, it's you know you do like a quick quiz and puts you in one of sixteen categories. Sure. Um, with like each of the, which with four different uh, variables which are on like a, on a spectrum, mm -hmm. um, so it's uh, it's interesting. You know, it's like obviously this it's popular. There's some truth, some truth to it, even though it's not um, not as rigorous as um, as that one. But anyway, so I was just you know I was just bloody searching my. I knew what my personality type was. I think I was searching for like, you know, my type, like, I don't know, in relationships or something like that. <laughs> oh man, like I'm, this is the male equivalent of uh, fucking astrology. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, a lot of money in that too. Yeah, there is. Um, it's a profitable niche. For anyone out there looking absolutely. for a niche? Yeah. So I came across this website that described all 16 personality types like in a way that I hadn't actually 
seen it before. Mm. There's just more interesting, better examples and, and all that. Obviously, a lot of work gone into it and a lot of free content. But then to get like a full, like, I don't know, like, I think like 50 page report or something like that on, uh, on you know, your personality type. So obviously, they've done this, you know, 16 times over. Um, uh, yeah, you have to pay, I think it was like $25. Mm. And the design of the website was really on point. Um, like consistent like graphics and so there's been like a there's been quite a bit of um capital that's gone into mm. it you know with getting a designer getting like a, a really good copywriter and um and all that mm. but uh like that sort of website when they have their seo done mm. well mm. and they would because they have you know quite long like great content mm. and they've got that great upsell mm. for 25 dollars mm. um that thing just sits there forever, yeah. you know, for as long as it ranks on Google yeah. and it'd be a long time. Like it's hard to push something like that off out of those top positions. Yeah. Um, and so that is exactly what you're describing. That is like a whole lot of content with, you know, some free, you know, bits there. And that's what in a way does them, does the marketing for them. Yeah. Um, within it, just an upsell to something with incredible, you know, value for the people that have um, that have clicked on it, yeah. and it's passive. Yeah. Once it's written, it's done. That's it. That's it. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I'm 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 very sure that this is this is the way I want to take it. Uh, there are still a couple of big questions as to the high ticket item. Is there going to be? Uh, Okay, I'm wondering if I could do a mixed model where it's like, uh, and I'll get into a little more detail as to, as to what, why that may or may not work. But okay, just to flip over to the other side of my page and to sort of give everyone a bit of a bit of a long spiel about myself. I've got some drawings and things that I don't usually do drawing. I wasn't I wasn't the best at art at school, so it, I always. <laughs> but I got some funny stick figures here and and whatnot. But to I I really want to like nailed down what exactly this operation is and what it isn't and then take it from there. And this is a Facebook page with a teachable website. That's what it is. That's what it's always going to be. Um, it's not going to turn into a Hydra. Uh, I'm not going to be on every platform. I don't want it to be in every platform. I want it simply to function, to be really well suited at the two platforms that it's on teachable and facebook and really dominate those spaces uh because that's that's all i needed to do to be uh, uh sustainably profitable you know for the years to come so um i'm i'm and the and in taiwan and in taiwan facebook isn't going facebook anywhere isn't is it going anywhere at all especially with my demographic which are middle-aged essentially middle-aged women so yeah. Younger people are pretty like more. Instagram's done a bit of a takeover. Yeah. And other social medias. Yeah. Like in uh, in America and Australia and stuff, but Taiwan, you. Facebook. You're pretty solid, pretty on, solid Facebook. on Facebook. And look, if I wanted to reach Instagram, at the end of the day, it's all under the same umbrella with Facebook ads. It's actually integrated it with Facebook ads, uh, with the Facebook ad manager. It's, it's on the same site. So, so when I say Facebook. I'm, I don't plan to start an Instagram account and to start posting on Instagram 
but you can buy Instagram ads without buying an Instagram account. So if I really found I needed to, I could essentially buy and use similar content that I used on the Facebook, uh, for my Facebook ads, I could, I could put them on YouTube as well, if, if, if I bet, Instagram, if I, if I needed to. But yeah, Facebook is a really safe bet in Taiwan, especially with my demographic. Um, Taiwan's got one of the highest rates, highest uh, Facebook user rates in the world um, for all those who are interested. But so uh, the Facebook page is obviously where the marketing happens and where the new users come in uh, to the top of the funnel. And then Teachable is where they, where the sales page is, where they go to learn the course and really learn in more depth. And that's where the transaction happens. But I'm going to create this ongoing um, cyclic effect between the Teachable site and Facebook um, by, okay, what's really unique about my whole operation here is that it's all built around a morning broadcast, which happens every single morning. And that, I believe, is, is really different to anything else that's out there. Uh, there's no, no one else, uh, from what I can tell, who's doing this, at least in Taiwan, in the ESL market, with such consistency, uh, you know, every single morning, uh, doing, going, uh, doing a live lesson like this, and having it just open to, to the public and having people just come and writing a comment and, and, and doing this, this in this way. So this is really my, what sets me apart. And so, um, the question is, how do I keep? I could make this a big ticket item, and I could build a mega course, and I could you know, put a lot of money into ad spend and get, eventually get a crack the ROI and, and uh, achieve profitability with Facebook ad spend and get lots and lots of users. But I want to keep them engaged over the long period. And one of the, the one of the issues that selling, you know, uh, high ticket items, high ticket courses, one of the things you often run into is how to keep people engaged. Let's just look at what we've done together. We both did Christian McQueen's course. It was a high ticket item. Um, it was yeah. very good. However, would you say the engagement level was particularly high? Um, I think that we created our own artificial That's right. engagement. That's there. right. If it had been so one of us. What we yeah. did. Yeah, we might have fallen off that. We band. totally would so, have, I think. So what we yeah. what we did is we uh, yeah, we scheduled a call in. So okay, so it's so Christian Queen's uh, how to build a profitable online business blueprint um, course. Um, obviously, that's appealed to Liam and I. Um, it's like it's several weeks long. How long? It's like months. ten weeks or eleven weeks? Several months long, bro. I think it was at least three or four months. Yeah. There are a lot of modules. Well, there you go. Yeah, so lots of modules. New one every week. And so he used a platform. I don't know which one, but one of these, uh, one of these course platforms, and a module was released. You know, each so week. So you couldn't just jump ahead. It was a drip. Yeah. yeah from uh, the date of sign up or the date of payment. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, so Liam and I, um, we did it together. Um, uh, split the bill <laughs> so mm. well sort of um, actually I think you paid more of it than I did but 
Well, we we shared a login. Yeah. We shared we a login, login. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um. So, so don't tell Christian. Yes. Um. To now, what's he gonna do? Yes. Um. And so we had a call each week to talk about um what we thought about the uh you know this week's um what we've learned and how we can apply it to what we're doing. Yes. Um. Which is actually the origin of this uh, this podcast, actually, because that's when we started our weekly calls. That's right. We uh, we kept them up. So in a funny way, this is all Christians doing. <laughs> a couple months word. Yeah, yeah, now it's a podcast. Yeah, there you go. Um, Here's to you, Christian. But we sort of kept each other to account. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had to listen to the uh, the episode, or you know, like we've sort of let the other person down. You know, so we can't do that. Um, yeah. And I think that if it was just either one of us individually, we would have dropped off the bandwagon maybe like week four because I mean life's hard yes, and you don't make the time for things unless you unless you have something like this. That's so right. there was no like gamification there other than the one that we artificially put on ourselves. That's right. So and so that's you're right. That was in an inbuilt problem. That was an inbuilt problem. So I'm looking to solve that problem because you know what? I think you can get away with selling a high ticket item with little to no sort of follow up uh space for interaction be it a chat group be it a be it a you know whatever a, a, like a webinar once a month or, or something like that or there are so many different ways you can you can you can set things up and gamify something or other you know create a facebook page or whatever um you can get away with i remember he did have he didn't have a community but he did have mm-hmm. really good uh support he had some so support. yeah he, you could email him or something yeah so you can you can it wasn't him though was he him, like probably. he outsourced yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But okay, it was fairly minimal, whatever it was. It was pretty damn minimal. But um, you can get away with that for, I think, a year or two. But I don't think you can sell a course and keep getting this, you know, the same levels of, of sales for like five years or more by not keeping the users who bought you know, in the first couple of years constantly engaged or at least so engaged for, for, for a couple, two to three or four years that they tell several of their friends and, and, and get, you know, you a couple more sales. You know, they might not keep using the course for that, for, you know, for, for literally years and years, but they got, they got so much value out of it because they were engaged for the whole length of the course that they had nothing but great things to say about it and became your, um, you know, promoted it for you because they had such a good experience. I don't think you can really keep that going. So that energy just starts, eventually you're going to run out of the market. Eventually you're going to start, um, you know, your churn rate's just going to be too high. So that's something I'm really cautious of because I want this to just keep rolling and to, to you know, be long, sustainable for the long term. So the really good news is my morning broadcast is the answer because it is, um, I should be reading off my notes here, sorry. Okay. My morning live show is both a marketing tool and the tool for engaging these users ongoingly. Oh. Yes. This is the unique yeah. thing about my morning show. I don't have to create some other other web page or some other group or another even a Facebook group away from my main page. All I need to do is to let the students who've purchased my course know this is the course is where you learn the content. This is the curriculum. This is the textbook. When you want to come to class, come and join my Facebook broadcast. It's on every morning at eight o'clock. Come and join and use the words that you learn in this curriculum 
in the morning show and I will correct them for you. And that's, that is an ongoing, so that like that provides so much more value for them than just like buying a mega course where it's, it's almost like, you know, it's like an encyclopedic, you know, it's like, cause my course is about vocabulary. So it's like, I'm going to have like a thousand words, you know, a thousand keywords, you know, for beginners English, you know, from all these different, you know, a hundred words about food, a hundred words about travel, you know, it's, it's going to be like a great big Wikipedia of, of English. That's great. But then like, what do you do with it? So I learn these words and then what, you know? So it's like, but now I give you the space to use them every single day. Like this is super value. So what I have to do is to let my students know that this is where they should be using the the content that they learn in the course is in my morning show and by keeping it open to the public new people who watch it on facebook are going to see more and more students writing more and more stuff on the content and it's going to be completely open for them to come and participate in talking about the super course. they're talking about the super course and they're going to be talking about the super course and people they're going to come and they're going to be like what's this super course and of course at the end of the broadcast i'll be like so if you want to find out more, if you want to become a student, just like all these people, and I'll just, you know, call out their names because there'll be a dozen of them there. There already are a dozen of them. I just, just don't know why I'm not doing this yet. <laughs> and then I'll just say, if you don't want to, if you want to join the course, then click on this link and then paste the link to Teachable and over they go. And so... Yeah, that's interesting. Because yeah. I think that a lot of, a lot of, plat uh, yeah, I think a lot of platforms, like they have a, members only forum or something like something that. something like that i've tried but you yeah. don't get like you don't get those like if you could if it was open to the public yeah. and it was like a mix of you know if it was a mix of yeah members and non-members like assuming that it's still valuable for the members to to participate which in your case i think it, yeah, is. it is um then it's like they i mean those are like living walking live testimonials yeah. aren't they like think about this this is just the online version of okay what do you do if someone wants to like register for school like usually the the teacher will walk like the parents around the campus and then they'll like maybe the kid will be like in tow with the parents and then they'll show them like they'll stand at like the back of the class and like have a look at the you know peer through the window and see if they like you know what they do what the kids are doing in their class like this is the virtually that like i'm I'm, I'm, my, my class is open. It's like I'm teaching. Like, Holy having... shit, man. I just realized, like, when when school kids wear like, a uniform, yeah. right? And, like, we went to, you know, we In went to Australia, school together they wear and we uniforms. had to. Yeah. 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 So, not, yeah, and before we yeah. left, yeah, when, before we left the, uh, the building, there was always a teacher there that made sure that our ties were, you know, done up and, Socks you know, were pulled up to our knees. Socks pulled up, like shirt tucked in. We didn't look sloppy, yeah. right? In a way, that is marketing. Oh, totally. Because if you have sharp-looking students <laughs> on public transport, that is, I'm um, that is like all those you know mothers and future mothers and fathers are like, you know what those you know, those boys they just really look you know they, they just really look the part you know, yeah. not like those slobs over yeah. there. So <laughs> it's uh. It's marketing. Holy shit. That's it. Holy That's shit. It. I would love... Never thought about it yeah, that way. Yeah, I would love my users to wear a uniform. Like, I would love to... Ah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I would. Oh, That dude. would be brilliant. Dude, I was thinking if Reddit about had how... The cust if Facebook um, had the customizability of Reddit, I could, like, give them all nicknames or whatever you're t telling me about. Like, you know, I could, like, change 
I could like give them like special yeah, badges and flares. stuff. But Facebook just yeah. doesn't have that functionality. There are top fans, but I, you know, the last week I've been digging into top fans to, into those settings to see what on earth this top fan stuff really does. Like it is so limited. Like Facebook automatically updates who your top fans are on a weekly basis based on how who which people have the highest amount of engagement with your page. But you don't have any control over it. Like. Dude, I think I think Facebook has uh, bigger problems right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah probably <laughs> the Russian hackers yes. and yes, and everything. Well, they're starting with that. Did you see up. that announcement about this? Start, the video start of, of that app. massacre yeah. that was uploaded. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I was looking at that dating app, thinking, is there any angle here that I could like <laughs> somehow hack this dating app or something? And I'm always I'm always trying to find like what in their updates I could possibly use to create like a uniform because that's really what I need. What I need is in the live show for the newcomers to be able to see the, the old students or the, you know, the, 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 the veteran students and to see, like visually see that, oh, these people have been doing this broadcast with this teacher for like yonks, you know, for years. And that's why their name is colored red or something like that, you know, but I just can't do that. So anyway, Dude, um, dude, ask me, ask me what I think the most effective marketing campaign of all time was. Okay, well, uh, Ben. Go ahead, yeah, ask okay. me. Ben, what do you think is the most uh, you know, effective marketing campaign of all time? I'm so glad that you asked. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> it's Apple, it's Apple's white headphones. Oh, okay. For like, I don't know, like $10 it costs them, I don't know, probably less to include those things in everyone's uh, iPod and iPhone packages yeah. and to have everybody walking around with white headphones in. And people like to wear them because Apple's a status symbol. That's it. But it turns everybody that has one into a walking Apple billboard. That's it. How good is that? And it costs them, like, as I said, like $10 or less. Yeah. yeah. And that person will walk around the city all day just showing off the Apple, like just saying, basically saying, I'm an Apple disciple. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. If that's not genius marketing, I don't know what is. Yeah, it's really, really good. So, but there is some good news. I figured out that although I can't just, you know, create some magical badge or some, you know, change their font of their username or something to show that they're my students, there is another way. Not yet. There is another way. It's, yeah. it's a bit different, but I figured out a way which is going to increase engagement with the current students, make the, the, uh, make the upsell and you know, registering as a student to the teachable school even more enticing for newcomers and just increase the overall level of activity on the page. And that is a gamify uh, hack that I'm going to use. Okay, so what am I talking okay. about here? Okay, so I came up with this idea before, uh, and I didn't exactly know how to use it, but now I've got the perfect, I've got the perfect way to use it. Okay, so when you register for my course, you will be given, you'll be allotted into one of two Facebook groups which are connected to my Facebook page. The groups will be called Blue Class and Gold Class because those are the two colors of my brand, blue and gold. I haven't thought of a better name for the classes. Who knows, maybe I'll come up with a better name for the classes, but for now, they're called blue and gold, okay. 
Um, incidentally, they were our old school colors as well. <laughs> anyway, um, so, so you'll be allotted into one of these groups and then you join the group. And then in the morning broadcast, there will be a point system whereby every time a person from the blue group writes a perfect sentence, blue team gets a point. And, for, and in the same way for, for gold team as well. And we will keep a tally of who, which team has the higher amount of points. And then at the end of the month, there's going to be giveaway of prizes in the form of affiliate links. They're going to be, they're going to be discount links. And those links will be given just to people in either the blue class or the blue team or the gold team. So it's going to be like a game. And Interesting. Yeah, this is going to in, incentivize students who have bought the course to you know, keep coming back to the morning show. A lot of them keep coming back to the morning show anyway, but it's going to be, it's going to incentivize them more to actually complete the course because I'll also give say five extra points for every, every person who completes the, the course within the month. And I can figure out a teachable, um, you know, Zapier sort of a automation thing there where, you know, when someone completes the course, it, 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 it registers on, on maybe a Google Doc and then, and then you know, add five points or something like that. So people aren't just showing up for the morning broadcast, but they're gonna finish the courses that they're actually bought. And so what this is going to do is newcomers are gonna see, newcomers are gonna be able to um, join in the broadcast, but they're not gonna be able to join in the game that is happening that is happening during the broadcast. So I create this artificial barrier, this, this artificial limit. It's not really artificial. Well, it is artificial, but it's not, it's not tangible, but it's still real. You get what I mean? So it's not like, it's not like they can really not comment. Uh, it's not like something that there's, there's like an actual limitation on how many comments they can leave in the broadcast, but they can't really play the game because they're not part of the teams. And you, to be a part of the team, you've got to join the course. So okay. they're going to see this game happening and they're going to be like, wow, this is really awesome. I really want to like join in as well. Um, how do I do that? And then they'll, they'll, they'll go over to, to find out more on Teachable. But, but why this is so awesome is like, okay, because you can't see, I can't make Vero or, you know, that's one of my students name. I can't make her name blue or gold or something. So you can't actually see whose name you know, which person blocks which team. But because they're in one of the teams, and they, one of the Facebook groups, and they can't be in both groups, they're going to write a big G for gold or a big B for blue at the start of every sentence they write in, in capital letters. So that that is the marker that says, you know, this is a blue team sentence. This is a gold team sentence. And so then when I correct the sentence, if it's perfect, it's one point for blue, one point, one point for gold. So, um, okay, so... Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So I'm. I, I you know. might just need some trial and error with um, sourcing the prizes, though. Yeah, because I, I don't know anything about affiliate marketing, really. Like beyond you know yeah. what anyone knows. I don't think that's going to be that straightforward. Probably not. I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm. 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 I'm going to give it a try. I'm not going to roll it out until I can. I, I can yeah. know for sure that 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 part's that I've got that part sort of you know, working. Um, yeah, cool. But, you know, the, the so the whole, okay, who knows? Maybe Facebook advertising of other kinds of ads, you know, because I haven't started on Facebook advertising either. So there are two big things that I haven't even touched before. 
uh, that I really need to start getting into now. One is affiliate marketing, the other one is Facebook ads. Now, to achieve a point where I, you know, um, break even with the Facebook ads where I get more back, more return on investment for the money I spend on ads than losing money on ads. I don't know how long that's going to take and I'm going to have to try all sorts of ads to crack it. But I really, really strongly suspect that probably one of my best performing ads, one of the best performing ads I'll, I will use is going to be, are going to be my morning shows themselves. Because as I said, it's just like an open class of what you, you, you're actually going to get. And so right now, there's this great big distance between the course content and my morning show. I've got my morning show going on and I, I, I teach a new phrase every single morning. And I've got my courses over there. And the course content is completely, completely different from the morning show content. And I'm not really promoting the course content except for like when a new course comes out once a month. And then I and then I do I do a promotion, but it's like it's it's like the two things are completely separate at the moment. I need to bring them together and create this synergy between them, where it's like the morning show is the promotion, and it's it's the it's like the practice ground of the course content, and the course content mirrors the morning show content. So I can do that, and it's just going to be about fine. I have to do it in a way that I can fine tune the balance so that I teach, I, I, I show people enough of the course content in the morning broadcast so that they can understand what it is and they can write a sentence and they can participate and they can get the sense that they're learning and they're getting value. But I'm not giving it all away. Like I don't want to literally teach the whole, a whole module and tell them pretty much word for word everything that's in any given module and then expect them to go and sign up. You know, so it's going to be like, it's implied that you've already done the module to, to be in, I haven't quite figured this out, but do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think I do, yeah. It's like, okay, okay, so for every module you learn 10 keywords, right? And maybe we'll do one module a week, and then so say it's Monday, so we do two words on Monday. I'm not going to spell out exactly what these words mean and like how you use them in all these different ways. I'm just going to say these are the words for today, guys. Remember, we did those in the course. They are, you know, whatever the words are going to be. I don't know. Pluck them out of thin air. Okay, forest. Okay. Today's word is forest. Okay, so let's go. You got the sentence there, the sentence structure, and then I, put, I did the sentence structure. But it's like my... The way I'm delivering the content is like there, it's, there's an expected level of knowledge from the viewers already and that knowledge is the course content itself. And that will mean that the students who've done the course content are able to, to reply and engage fully with the, with the show, with the broadcast and newcomers will realize that, hey, this is really good, but, but hang on, there's, some, there's like extra stuff that I don't quite understand here, like this, this there's more that I need to learn, and so that will create the need, the, the, the desire for them to want to go and, and sign up for the course itself. Does that make sense? Okay. So that's gonna, yeah, I haven't yeah, figured yeah, that yeah, how okay. to do that out yet, but if there's anyone who can figure that out, it's me, because I've been doing this morning broadcast for like a year now, and so I'm pretty down with like all the different ways you can cut it, and all the different ways you can do it, and all the different ways you can like spin different questions and get people to answer different things. 
and I've also thought a lot about my course content. So now it's just a case of figuring out the perfect blend such that, you know, I'm not literally giving it all away, but I'm, I'm, I'm giving away enough that people can have the experience of being in the course and then still feel like, hey, I've got I to gotta actually, you know, get the rest of the content so I can really you know, deeply learn all this stuff. And so that's when they go to the teachable side. So, so when you um, just to just to touch, well, you know, back on, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Um, it's a podcast. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so before you said, you know, that you were thinking about you were thinking about making the product. Uh, what's the word you use? An like extension. you didn't say mm, an extension of the. No, sorry. No, no, no. Um, like you wanted to make it automated. You wanted to make it passive income. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, um, so you said that you were going to make a mega. So this isn't right now, but this is down the line. Yeah. So you wanted to make a mega course. Yeah. Um. So obviously, you know that would that would link in with uh, with the morning broadcast pretty well. But so were you thinking of um, you know, if you are, if you did want fully passive income, does that include? the morning yeah show. that's a really good question and so in which case would you get somebody else that's a really you know, good question. involved with that as well that's really good. and start to pass it off to that's them. a really good question i've been thinking about this too there are really three ways i can envision uh replacing myself or automating myself with the morning broadcast uh one is finding someone else uh to do it two is okay so i'll, I'll go through the pros and cons of each finding someone else is not a bad option. Um, they would have to be as fluent in Chinese as I am, which there are, you know, definitely plenty of other people in Taiwan who can speak decent Chinese. Uh, I mean, you know, expats who can speak decent Chinese. Um, however, they would also have to be also pretty good at teaching. They'd also have to have the right personality uh, for you know, this kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there would be some candid, there would definitely be some people who could do this and who could replace me. I don't think they'd be as good at, as I am at it, you know, for several months, but it's something they could do. Like I could, it's going to take, it would take me a bit of scouting out, but I could find someone who could do it, you know, roughly as, as, as well as I do it. Um, the thing is, I think the, the con with that, firstly, I'd have to pay them a bit more than I would have to pay someone to auto-correct, or not to auto-correct, but to correct the comment stream. And sorry for the listeners, just to let you know, that's something I also plan to do, is once I get like a crap load amount of comments, like a thousand per post or something, I'm going to automate that to someone, probably someone in America, or, or another native English speaker and, you know, for, I don't know, 15 bucks an hour or 12 bucks an hour or something like that. Uh, I haven't figured out exactly, you know, what the payment setup would be, but someone on Fiverr find a native English speaker to correct these comments. And that's a very uh, rote kind of task. It's something you can definitely outsource to someone else. Um, so, and no one would ever know that it's not me correcting them because it's done after the event. You know, it's, yeah, yeah there's, no, there's face. no face. Yeah. There is a face, but it's my face. <laughs> That's actually the, the, you know, logo of my, of my 
Facebook page is just like <laughs> it's like an anime version of my face. It's like <laughs> it's like a, it's, anyway, it's appropriate for for my. Well, that's market. another thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but that that's another thing. If uh, if you want to if you want it to be passive, yeah. I mean, you'd be you'd find it difficult if uh, you know you go for option what one there and find some other expat that's you know as good as as good at speaking Chinese as you are. Yeah. Well then, uh, you know, your face is still on the. My face is still the, the exactly, and eventually, if I'm not showing up every morning, you know, people. You know, it's 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 just it's watering down my brand, and I think what's going to be really important is my brand is really consistent. I think something like one of the strengths of my brand is the consistency. Like people know I show up every single morning. Like it's not a sometimes yeah. thing, and so yeah. that that creates a lot of loyalty amongst people. You know, because they 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 see me as reliable. So if I'm even if someone else is still starts showing up every single morning, it's just. I think it's just not going to be quite the same, and I don't know. Like, yeah, I of course I give him or her the curriculum, and you know they just do the same thing I've always done. It's it's and it it need a bit of training and and whatever, but it's it's definitely possible. There's a second option, which would be restreaming. So I would essentially record all. Um, I would record, it would be like an automated webinar. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those, but I, I sat through an automated webinar. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like they've, they've already like laid out, you know, so I, I would say I would pre-record today's morning broadcast and I'd do it for a year in advance. So I'd record, you know, 300, 10 minute videos and. Oh man, that'd be a, a busy, what, week or two or something. Uh, oh. That would be a couple months yeah but anyway How long, man? yeah that would take a long time <laughs> but i i could do it and then i could or he could too yeah that was that was someone who hasn't done much video making before that i shouldn't rub it in but yes that's that's pretty optimistic um but yeah and so then i would uh set them all up to you know just to to go live every morning but i can stream them live through obs but it just and they would still appear on the Facebook feed live, but I just really wouldn't be live. It would be a fake live, as it were. Uh, it would be a video playing live, but it's not really recorded live. And then, but at the same time, I'd say, like, you know, leave a comment below and I'll correct your comments. And sure enough, when they do correct, when they do leave a comment below, the person I'm outsourcing will correct the comments. And so it will achieve a similar result. So that is actually a pretty good option, I think. It's more man. Once I saw in a in a in a what was marketed as a live seminar, hmm. so the uh, so people tune on, and then uh, you know you just see, you know like a an in like a splash screen, you know like the intro screen, yeah. and then um, the intro screen changes. So then it's like a computer desktop, you see, yeah. right? And somebody just goes down to like Windows uh, Media Player, just like selects the file. What? Seriously? <laughs> it comes up, and they just press play full screen <laughs> oh god that's so funny oh my god <laughs> that's really hilarious not live at not all live at all yeah it wouldn't be that tacky but yeah um, <laughs> um but yeah i mean that is totally a way i could do it uh it would mean i'd have the consistency of my face as my brand which is a plus it would require a lot of effort you know um up front because I'd have to record all of them and 
set them all up to go live, but who knows, that might be just as much, if not maybe even less effort than training another person to do it. Um, and yeah, there's no cost actually, because I'm already going to be paying someone to correct the comments. There's no cost in using OBS or anything else to go live. So yeah, so that that is a pretty good option. The third option, which is a little, I haven't done enough research to know if it's really possible at this stage, but you know, there's a lot of software, a lot of AI um, software now, which is pretty good at doing voice um, imitation and you know, even image, you know, uh, face. Uh, oh wow! Re re yeah, okay. yeah. Like you saw that Obama video. Like I've wondered if they're gonna do that with uh, David Attenborough now that he's like ninety or something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah, there was that breakthrough, like bit of research. I think it was MIT. It was like two years ago. They managed to uh, do like a recording of Obama speaking, like when he was a really young man, and. Uh, dub it or like the, the, the bot was able to, the algorithm was able to match it up and, and, and sync it with his lips in a completely different video from when he was recorded when he was president and it just looked like you could just couldn't tell it wasn't the real thing. So Yikes. I don't know if there's going to be something like on the market within the next year or two and I don't imagine it would be very cheap, but if it was yeah. and if that was possible um it would also have to be good in chinese so i don't know oh yeah but china's also got a big big like ai software developing market like developing right now so it would have to be a mainland chinese like chinese but that's okay because it's the same chinese really um um so like that would be kind of awesome but it also could be a deep rabbit hole and be really expensive. So I don't know if there is some breakthrough in that space in the next 12 months, then that would just be freaking awesome. And then I could actually possibly do that. If not, I'm sort of leaning towards the second option, which was like pre-recording myself and just, just having that go live every morning. What do you think? Yeah, maybe you can, um, I read this, I read this thing a little while ago. It's like, I forget where, but, uh, it says that you want to, um, you want to calibrate, you know, your aim and, uh, your velocity of, uh, of bullets before you calibrate cannonballs. Mm. So mm. bullets, they're just, just like the low effort, you know, you're not betting the farm on it. You just, you know, you just want to, uh, uh, they're cheap, you know, yeah. so you just put those efforts in just to calibrate your gun, yeah. right? And then once you've got it and you're consistently hitting your target, you upgrade your ammunition to the expensive cannonballs yeah. and then you're really in business. Yeah. yeah. So I would think that you'd want to um, like do a few trial record, uh, uh, pre-recorded ones first. Yeah. And if you get like, if you run into problems, recalibrate, and uh, you should be able to pull it off. But man, I think that those, uh, you know, I think that those couple of months of just recording like back to back, you know, morning broadcasts might be might might get a bit miserable. Yeah, that, I don't know if you'd want to do a whole years at the same time. That's, that's true. So you know what? Like, I sort of said to myself a while ago that I that if this creates like financial freedom for 
my family, like, you know, on a, on a permanent ongoing basis, I'm happy to do the morning broadcast every morning, you know, um, because like ongoingly, because at the end of the day, what is it? It's like one hour, really. And it's a bit more because I've got to like script it. Oh, not script it, but I've got to prepare for it, you know, and I've got to, you know, at the moment I've got to correct all the comments afterwards, which takes like another hour. So it is, the moment it's like a two and a half hour commitment every morning, but, but actually once I outsource the correcting of the comments, um, and once I have the curriculum all down so that it's like the material is not at the moment, I'm creating new material every single day for the morning broadcast. Whereas if it's like the materials already based on the course and the course is already out there, the grand course has already been built and I'm just redoing, I'm just doing stuff from the course, then it couldn't take more than an hour really or so, you know, maybe 80 minutes every morning. And like Monday to Friday, like, I think that's okay. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, I'm not expecting this business to be completely, you know, automated. So I'm happy if the, I, I guess my point is, if there's one task that I'm happy doing ongoingly, okay, like for years, it would be going live in the morning because that's the most fun. It's like, I get to engage with the users. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, it's a creative thing. Uh, I'm going to have this game, gamify thing. It's a really good perspective. Yeah. It's like, there's a game going to be happening and I'm, that's going to be fun. And at the end of the day, it's going to be, you know, exciting for me because there's always a chance of just getting more sales at the end of every or during the show. So it's like, that gives me incentive to want to make it, you know, just keep making it better and better over time. I would be really happy if the business, the rest of the business ran itself, someone else did the, corrected the comments. Teachable, you know, was set up and firing away. I've got the chatbots doing follow-up messages or follow-up emails to, to the users. Everything else is churning away. And I just turn up every morning at eight o'clock to do my show and have, you know, my hour with my users and leave them all happy as, happy as Larry. And then I see them the next day. And then I, I, I clock off, nice. clock off at 9 a.m. every morning after I finish and I go and do, you know, what else, whatever else I want to do, my, my next project, and I go and spend time with my family. So, which is something I'm not doing really at all right now, which is a bit scary. Um, so, um, like, that is the, that is where I see it going. If I can achieve that by, like, 2021, I think I'm a happy man. So, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, man. So, that's kind of the long-term picture. Um, yeah, I think that probably helps give some perspective to everything. And... Yeah, yeah. There are still a few big questions good there to me, man. that need to be figured out, like you know, some things about the payment model, and uh, yes, yeah, there's a couple of other things. But um, on the whole, it's pretty. Yeah, I think I think I can see. You know, the 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 important things, the main things are, are there. So, so yeah. Nice. Mm. Shall we uh, Shall we wrap it up there? Yeah, I think or we as, were uh, going to talk a little bit about. Uh, chatbots and emails, but maybe another time. What do you think? Yeah, we're getting on. Um, we're getting on two hours at least. We yeah, we're approaching it. As uh, yeah. as Tim Ferriss would say, now I want to be respectful of your time. So <laughs> <laughs> should we borrow that cheesy line? Now, listeners, we want to be respectful. Of nah, your time. you can have yeah, it. Yeah. You can have it. It's the uh, it's uh, when it's just you and me, mate. It's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
It's, it's not so applicable. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we'll do that another time. But yeah. No, I think that's that's all I've uh, I've got for for this week. Yeah. Big picture week. Good, big man. picture week for me. Yeah. Yeah. Very important. With a big piece of paper. That's that's, that's the big picture calibrating. Isn't it? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Alrighty. Well, we uh, um got any? Uh, I haven't said any. I haven't set any goals for this week. Um, I've just been, because uh, I've just achieved my short-term goal, I wanted to get that cross-poster robot um, up and working. Um, so it is now, um, after much ado. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just going to use that to, uh, you know, to, to post away and um, and not probably, you know, recalibrate and try again. And, yeah, so... I don't. I don't have any specific yeah, goals for this week. Yeah. Uh, do you? Um, well, I'd like to finish my course. My next course is on food, uh, you know, or I should say, sub part of the eventual grand course. But you know, uh, it should be a popular one, right? Yeah. Taiwanese people love that's food. That's right. So. So you said. Yes, that's right. So I'm not going to sell it straight away. I originally was planning to sell it. Start, you know, selling it next week. But I'm going to take my time with it and um, because I want to start using Facebook ads for the next course launch. So I want to give myself some time to play around with those. So I'm thinking probably mid-March, but sorry, what are we now? Mid-May rather than the start of May. Um, but I'd like to finish off the course by next week. And I think I'll do that because I think it's roughly 70% 70, 70 finished now. So, should be done by this time next week. So that's really my Beauty. only goal for this next week. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Okay. Well, listeners, uh, if you have any questions, don't forget to leave a comment below. Is, is that what we're doing? We're leaving. Like, can they leave comments in podcasts? No, it's what, no, it's not YouTube. Our, no, I can't do geez, it. What's our um, like fellas, just uh, just visit our websites. Mm. Just visit uh, discover earth. Go there. See what the hell I've been talking about this whole time. Yeah, yeah. Or visit the EarthMind subreddit. Yeah, you can check that earth out. EarthMind, it's awesome. And what's your page, Lin? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, if um, if you understand Chinese, then it's Meizao Yi Kou Ying Wen. That's Do it. Tian, Learn Chinese. Zao Shang de Zao. Then Yi Kou Yi Kou is Yi Kou. Then Chinese. English, yeah. English is the Chinese word for English. So very cool. Yeah, that's that's my uh, Facebook page. You can check it out and and the YouTube channel as well. Um, yeah, if if, if you want to learn, um, yeah, if you're interested, you can check that out. But I think we should uh, ask our dear listeners to how we like. Hang on, so if there's no comment section, then how are they going to like say anything? Oh, just leave us a rating. There's oh, a rating function. Oh, okay, so if you uh, if you if you dig what we're doing here, guys, don't forget to uh, give us a, a five star rating. And um, obviously, yeah. And if you aren't going to give us five stars, do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds entirely logical. Only five star rating, please. Thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> we yeah yeah we appreciate your your sense of humor with all of this. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time. All right. We're out of here. We're out of here. Yeah. Okay. See you, buddy.
Have a good one. See you, Bye. mate. Bye.